Um, good evening, everybody. It's about 20 minutes after 7. You're, some of you are wondering what happened to the Siddur class that I announced for 5 o'clock. And the answer to that question is I did not realize that the Yachet Yeshiva schedule involved a longer Shavuos break. In other words, I figured that there's a regular Siddur class today. It turns out that the Siddur class is not today. I don't know whether it'll be tomorrow or it won't be this week at all. But um, I announced a class, which did not happen, because I didn't have my audience. It's very simple. The yeshiva is... The, we, in the morning, the yeshiva is open, but in the evening, the yeshiva is closed. It's different bachrim. And we scheduled the maimah for 7 o'clock, which was 20 minutes ago, and here I am 20 minutes late. A person always needs sayat adishmaya. Of course, uh, I'm no different than anybody else. I certainly need sayat adishmaya. You cannot measure who needs more sayata deshmaya and who needs less sayata deshmaya because we all need, as they say in Yiddish, a full sayata deshmaya, a full measure of sayata deshmaya. Let me just say that tonight's class especially needs sayata deshmaya. This class makes take some time, and I may have to interrupt in the middle for a while, and for which I apologize in advance, which is not very helpful if you come and learn chesidus with me. Um, but we're going to start the class and hopefully Debish will help with the Sayat HaDashmaya and the class will be That means with Allah from with Ayin, not two Ayins. Yesterday's class was an introduction and it's a classic class. Yesterday's class was on the question of the Beis Ksodim and the Gimel Ksodim, on which there are so many Mamari Chasidis that uh, even though in the Gemari it says that Yidin got two crowns, there had to have been a third crown which the Abishta keeps for himself, which is, of course, the source of the two crowns that the Abishta gives to us. And, of course, the Rebbe explained in this particular Maimed a lot of the details about how the Keser HaShlishi changes the other two Ksodim, Vucholi, Vucholi, Vucholi. And of course, he connected the Ksodim to Matan Because until the Jewish people said Nasav and Nish, when they took the Torah, the world was in a precarious state. And when Yidin took the Torah, they gave the world, if you will, a firmament. Not a firmament in its physical definition, but a firmament in its Kiyum, in its reality based on the will of the Creator. Peter Gimel, which is Peter Shin Gimel, begins Ulahoven Zayesh Lahagdam Tchila, Hayadua Shabaklolos, Hainyan Debrias Elam Esnikra Beshem Hishtalshlos. The Rebbe goes off to discuss Hainyan in Kabbalah. He doesn't come back to Psorim uh, until, certainly not till Peter Zayin, but to be sure, really Peter Kes. The end of the Maimon, he goes back to the Shleish Ksodim, and then intermittently he goes into a long discussion about Hainyan in Kabbalah. Um, in these Inyani Kabbalah, you have the advantage of Moshal and Nimshal. Now, I, I'm going to be candid. I did Tzenadana, I learned. Tzenadana, Einstein, I learned. Because Hamal Gekochten them, it's a Maimed that takes up a lot of time in the world of Yeshiva Bacharim, we're trying to learn Chesidus Chabad on a level of Iyun. But it's been more than two decades. <laughs> I remember standing by Fabrengen by the Rebbe, that says, 28, 29, 30, talking to my neighbor, who's a great Gon and Chesidus, 
And he mentioned to me the Maimed Sainer and Zion. So that's when I learned it. So the Maimed isn't fresh in my mind. My recollection is that the Rebbe speaks all the same in Yonim that the Rebbe Rabshab speaks in the Etzener and Ayin Zayin, but Bekitzer, very concise. Like I mentioned to an earlier Shurim I gave you, that the Rebbe Nemenov said that the Rebbe is saying the same Maimodim that was said in Lubavitch, but he's saying for our generation. And there's a lot of truth, a lot of sense in that comment of Rebbe Nisan, which you see in a lot of Maimodim from the Rebbe from the first 10 years. And this is a very good example of it. The Rebbe consolidates a larger mimer into a more concentrated form. Now, concentration has its disadvantages because it can become overwhelming and intense, but it has its advantages that it holds you. You can't get confused because there's no ariches to the same extent, which is classic and typical of the Rebbe Neshmasayedin of the Rebbe Rashab. So, bear in mind that we're going to be flip-flopping between Moshal and Nimshal, Moshal and Nimshal. We're going to discuss one idea, we're going to give a mushal for it. We're going to discuss a second idea, we're going to give a mushal for it. We're going to give a third idea, which is not going to be today. Yeah, and I suppose we'll give a mushal for that also. And the the speed at which the Rebbe flips back and forth from the mushal to the nimshal, each one is literally an omid, is very concentrated. And uh, in a shir and in limud, it gets intense. In other words, if each part was three or four pages other than three quarters of a page, you'd have more time to get into each subject and see them as independent, distinct components. The way this mimer works, the mimer is going to have three concepts. And each concept is going to have a mushal and an image. So the third one I'm not sure about. For sure the first two are. And I want to set up the shear today. The reason I want to set up the shear today is because the Rebbe is going to say three ideas which are classic, which are typical, which are very normal in Hasidus. But he's going to present them in a very atypical way, in a really, really anomalous way, in a very unusual way. Which means if you were a yeshiva bacher, you would say, in a way that creates so many questions, it's overwhelming. Overwhelming. There's so many kashas and so many stiris from this mime and another maimotim I can't begin to tell you. Now, I'm not going to resolve kashas and stiris, but I will point them out. This Maimer will now present us with a classic thesis of three levels, which is found in a lot of places in Hasidus, including in the Samachvov. The three levels are going to be called Yoisher, Igulim, and Atmos, otherwise known as Tzimtzum, Nagabaya Tzimtzum, and Loi Nagabaya Tzimtzum Klaw. Three levels. This idea of Yoisher, Igulim, and Atmos, Tzimtzum, Nagabaya Tzimtzum, Loi Nagabaya Tzimtzum is discussed in multiple Maimorim, if you want to read a consolidated, clear version of it, take out the Rebbe's Mugadik, our Rebbe's edited Maimorim, look in the Mafteach in Yonim under Tzimtzum. Tzimtzum, Nogobaya Tzimtzum, Olein Nogobaya Tzimtzum Klau, and you'll see the Rebbe give you a very crisp definition of these three levels in a very short amount of time, so that you can't get uh, confused. And in those Maimorim, it's much more classic. It's much more typical. Here we're going to be speaking Yoshir, Igulim, and Atmos, but in a rather unusual way, which opens up, like I said, many questions, which I'm going to show you, although I'm not going to answer them. So what are these three levels of Yoshir, Igulim, and Atmos? Or in Timtum, Nogabaya, Timtum, Aloy, Nogabaya, So typically, Yoshir is Bamalek Kalam, Igulim is same of Kalam, and the Atmos is Atmos of Enitzaf, as it's discussed in the end of Samach Vov, and the Rebbe brings it in the first page of Basil Lagani, and so on. In other words, Yoshir is a light that is tzimtzumt in the light itself. 
Hashem created a goof, and He puts the neshama into the goof. Before the neshama reaches the goof, the neshama is already defined and limited and diversified, potentially according to what the goof is going to hold. Like the Lashon is Tayag, Mini, Keches, Vechai, Klus, in the neshama, in the naran. There's already a division of many different aspects. So when the neshama comes into the goof, and it divides and diversifies and specializes and tailors, highest, each different aspect of the goof, it's not that these changes are because of the goof alone. Pardon me, these changes exist in the neshama. And faket, because they exist in the neshama, that's what exist in the goof. And then later, after the neshama has these in Yonah B'koyach, and they're manifest in the goof. When the neshama goes into the goof, the neshama takes on those forms more completely because of the hislapshas in the goof. But the madrega of Yoisha, the madrega of Mamalukalama means light or life, as I like to call it, which is not only coming, it's not coming from the Ain Safe as the Ain Safe is, it's coming from the Ain Safe as the world is. And the, 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 the diversification and the detail is not only a product of the keli, it's a product of the air itself. The air itself is divided up into different aspects. Um, and when the air goes into the keli, it's simply more actualized. This is such a malakalam. And the malakalam means the light was made for this vessel. The life was made for this part of the body, and so on. The second level is called the gulim, which of course classically that means save of kalam. And the rule about save of kalam is one size fits all. One size fits all means that the light, and that's the right word, and the right word is life, chayes. Seyv of and the light, the right word is oir, light, is one. The, the source is one, the light is a reflection of the source, and since the source is one, the light which is radiating from that source is going to be one like the source itself. The fact that different vessels may receive this light in diverse ways, is not a product of the light, it's a product of the vessel. The air is one, and the air goes into one kale, and the kale receives this of it. The air goes into a different kale, and the air re- receives, the kale receives something else of it. But in the latter case, in the second case, in Igulim, rather than in Yoisher, the Hizchalkus, and the Hagbola is only, mitzad the Kli, mitzad the air is only one air. And that's basically, and basically is of course a big bad word, the difference between Mamala Kalaman and Seyv of Kalaman, or Chayes and Oir, Pnimi and Makif. Mamala Kalaman, the Hizchalkos and the Agbola, is in the Oir itself. And in Seyv of Kalaman, the Hizchalkos and the Agbola is because of the Keli. However, says Chasidis, when the light reaches the vessel, even though the light is only one, the fact that one vessel takes from the light this, and the other light takes from the light, vessel takes from the light. That is a right, that is a potential change in the air itself. In other words, the air has been modified sufficiently that when it touches the clear, it shouldn't just pass over it. The clear should take from the air what it can. And this is called Noga Bayatzimtsum, been affected by the Tzimtsum indirectly. And then there's the third Madreg of Etzim. Etzim means the air just as it comes from the Ebishter. Not only is it not divided up based on the clear, it's not even revealed. Which means when this oil meets keli, it just goes straight over it like the keli wasn't there. But going straight over it like the keli wasn't there doesn't mean it's not revealed. It means not revealed according to the specifications or the limitations of the kli. It's revealed because it's helem ha'atzmi, it's lemailem yedder helem megiloi. Wherever it is, it's revealed without any adaptation whatsoever. It's a very brief summary of the three levels of mamalik alamin and sevav kalamin atzmi sevedinsav. 
Malaklam means that in the oid there's the division already, which is going to be further developed by going into the king. Sevaklam in the oid there's no division, except that when the oid touches the kli, the oid has different effects on different kalim based on what the kalim are, and therefore you have to say that something has been done to the oid, that when it touches kli, the kli should be able to make the changes that it makes in the oid. But the oid itself, there's only one oid. And etzem has no shinuim whatsoever. Three levels. And of course, these three levels of Eirin Tzav, Memala Kalamin, Sevev Kalamin, and Etzim of Eirin Tzav, are connected to the three terms, Tzimtzum, Nagabaya Tzimtzum, and Lein Nagabaya Tzimtzum Klal. Memala Kalamin goes through the Tzimtzum. The Lashon HaKabala of Achazidus is Bekiah. It has to fight its way through the Tzimtzum, the Cheshach HaTzimtzum. And because it has to fight its way through the Cheshach HaTzimtzum, it comes, Achar HaTzimtzum was called, in Kabbalah words, Bishine HaMahus, Oyer Shel Tuldo, Haoro Nivdeles, which is why it's Mamalik Alam, the Safiyad HaKeli. Timtsum means the Eir is held back by the Timtsum Edition. And when it bursts through the Timtsum Edition, the Timtsum Edition changes it, that what comes after the Timtsum is of a different caliber altogether. It's not a reflection of the Eishat Niyad Timtsum. It's a Ha'ara the Ha'ara, it's an indirect reflection, it's a reflection of a different kai, of a different substance than the Eishat Niyad Timtsum because it was, the Timtsum changes it categorically. Sevil Kalam is called Nogabayat Timtsum. It doesn't have to fight its way through the symptom. It's only touched by the symptom. And the meaning of being touched by the symptom, again, technically we call it helim. It's the level of godliness because it was a symptom to the world that's hidden. But to itself, there's no change. And of course, the highest level of Eden Seif is called loy naga by a symptom. Klala wasn't touched by the symptom at all. So it's in the world exactly as it was before there was a symptom, the zero shinui. It's giloy, but it's, it's giloy not in a way of. Zulas, of his lapshus and his galus and his askus, the way it is, it's in a state of gila And this is the mocker, the clolus of teda and mitzvahs. So you have three levels. You have memalik kalamen, yeshet. You have sevel kalamen, which is a gulam. I am etzem vedin seif, which is lemailam again, the head of a gila, it's a bayer, yeshet a gulam. In other words, it's timtsum, nagabai a timtsum, alay nagabai a timtsum kana. Let me tell you where the problems start, okay? In the maimorim, this you have in Samachvov. Especially in the second half of the Samach Bav, in the Shvu Samach Zayin, my modem. It's really Samach Ches already, the winter of Samach Ches. These three levels of Eden Seif have three different Makedis Lifne Hatzimtzum. The Mokar of Mamalikal Almen is what's called the Leisar Atzim, after the Ebish had a will for creation. The Mokar for Sevel Kalalmen is higher than a Leisar but it's even from Giloy, Minei Obey, within himself, within his Etzim. And the highest Madrega lay Naga by Atzimtzum is Etzim, it's not even Gili. So again, these three Madregas, Mamalakalam and Sevev Kalam, and Atmos of Edin Sev, Mamalakalam is after the Ratzin, Sevev Kalam is before the Ratzin, but it's after the, the Gili, Minei Obey. And Etzim of Edin Sev is Lamailam, again, the Hell of Gili, it's Edin Sev, which is even higher than the Inagili, as it's called about Musa. That's how you would say it in fancy words. This Maimon is going to say something very different and very problematic. And remember, it's written in Ayin Zayin, which means not only is it following the Samach Vav, it's following the Ayin Beis. And it's a signet which is not just pre-Ayin Beis, it's pre-Samach Vav also. The language is very, from the perspective of the evolution of Chassidus Chabad, as it was by the Rebbe Rashab, it's like a throwback to 30 years earlier. That Yoishet and Igulim are both in Alei They're both in Alei and Etzmavedin Seif is That's the language of this Maim. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, please don't worry about it. Um, I'm going to have enough opportunity to explain the problems later on. 
So you don't have to worry right now about the techno language that I'm introducing, which is unfamiliar to you. But if you know the language, you understand the contradiction. It's a very light moment in the Rebbe Rashab's scheme. And if you've ever studied the moment of the Rebbe Rashab, the Ayin Ches, the Ayin Tes, the Pei, which is a ton of my modem, they all follow the signal of the Ayin Beis. They're all written after the Ayin Beis in the language of the Ayin Beis. This moment is really a throwback to a much earlier time. For some reason. And of course, Yevizech has Bekavone and Bepnimius. It's a whole, it's a, it's a language within Hasidic Chabad which contradicts other languages within Hasidic Chabad. It shouldn't make you too nervous because, because in Pnimius Bechlalin ideas, and certainly in Pnimius Dek ideas, the important thing is not the language but the Higoyen. The Rebbe uses three words, Yesher, Igulim, and Atzmas. But he doesn't use them as you would expect them to use them based on what you would know from the traditional Maimodim, from the classic Maimodim, from the typical Maimodim, certainly from the typical Maimodim that the Rebbe Rashab would have said in him, Chachtafashah in Zion. Yeah, in Zion. Pesach, I think it's a Pesach Dekem Maimer, or Shuz Dekem Maimer. So that's going to be the problem. Because we're going to understand Igulim and this Maimer the way you would normally understand Yoisha. That's where it's going to play out. And you, and Atzmas of Edin Seif, you're not sure in this Maimon, is Atzmas of Edin Seif the way you understand Yosha and other Maimonim? He says Atzmas of Edin Seif, the only thing he tells us about Atzmas of Edin Seif is um, that it's Kedem Aleis Aratz, that's all he says. On page Shin Ches, Siv Zayin, Edin Seif, Shanagabayat Simtum, so Edin Seif, Shakedem Aleis Aratz. Normally, Atmos of Edin Seif would not be Kedem Aleisarosin. It would be before the Madrege, that's the middle level of Edin Seif, which is called Gidal Atmos, Bishvil Atmos, which is the Mokad of Sevev Kalalman. In this Maimir, the Mokad of Mamala Kalalman, the Mokad of Sevev Kalalman are both the Madrege of Aleisarosin, which is called Gidal Atmos, which is Bishvil Elamis. There's a contradiction here, okay? Now, like I said, if you don't know, don't let it bother you. But I'm going to come back and explain to you what's contradictory about this as the Maimon evolves, as the Maimon continues, because the contradictions are not limited to what I just told you. The way the Rebbe is going to explain Igulam and this Maimon is very different, very far more different than the typical understanding of Igulam based on what I told you just now. It's going to be a whole other concept of Igulam. Because what's going to come out in this Maimon, Igulam doesn't mean Igulam at all. Igulam means Yeshir, it means Mamalek Alaman. It simply means Igulam. That means Mamalek Kalamin with Abish is revealed, Mergonished. Yoshir and Igulim and this Maimir are both going to be the Madreg of Yoshir. The difference between Yoshir and Igulim and this Maimir is going to be the Yoshir which creates worlds where the godliness is hidden. And the Yoshir which creates mitzvahs and Teira and Malachim and Ishamis where the godliness is revealed. But uh, Igulim and this Maimir is included Lachoir and the Madreg of Yoshir. You know the Maimorim. So anyway, I, I, I gave you an introduction, right? What did I say in the last 40 min- 20 minutes? That this Maimon contradicts many other Maimonim. Yippee, <laughs> that's what I said. And I spelled out how. Because typically the three Madregas of Yeshe, Gulam, and Atzmas are represented by the three Madregas of Yeshe, Shalaf, Neat, Simtsum, Achar, Alei, Saratzim, Kedem, Alei, Saratzim. And the highest Madreg is called Hamshachav, Alei, Giloy. It's not even Giloy. And in this Maimon, certainly the second and the third Madreg are both Achar Alei Saratzin, and the highest Madreig is Kedem Alei Saratzin. And it is a Tzadachi in God. And again, the way I would put it is that Eber Hashab wrote a Maimah in the last few years of his life, after the Hemshechayim Beis, 
that as a rule, the modem of the Rebbe Rashab after the Hemshech Ayyubes all follow the shita, the design, the model of the Ayyubes, which is, of course certainly follows the so-called Chedushim of the Hemshech Tafresh Samachvov, and it speaks in a language which not only is pre-Ayyubes, it's pre-Samachvov. So it's a kasha. It's a kasha. Now I want you to know this. If it was a Maimut of Rebbe, it would not be a kasha. Because the Friedrich Rebbe's Maimotim are based on his father's Maimut, as his father said it, at the time his father said it. In other words, if the Friedrich Rebbe says a Maimut from the Rebbe Rashab, which the Rebbe Rashab said in, in Tafresh Samach Aleph, or in Tafresh Nun Zayin, in Tafresh Nun Dalid, he'll follow the form of that Maimut, even though it's arguably pre-Chidushim of some of Anayim But when the Rebbe Rashab himself, at the near the end of his life, Kfayoch, writes and says a Maimut, in a signin, which is a throwback to an earlier time, it's a pele, I think. And this maimit goes into that category. And our Rebbe, two generations after the Rebbe Rashab, says the maimit, chazas the maimit, says the maimit, the Rebbe Rashab, the way the Rebbe Rashab says it. Uses the same language, uses the same form, uses the same mishalim, and he creates the same contradictions. In other words, we're not learning a maimit from the Rebbe Rashab, we're learning a maimit from the Rebbe. And the Rebbe's maimit is a concentration, is an is a hismatus condensing a much longer mime of the Rebbe Shabbat. The Rebbe Shabbat, I think, is 20 pages. That's quite long. Um, into a much shorter version, the Rebbe does. But he, can, he retains the style, the form that the Rebbe Shabbat does in his mime. So, whatever questions we would ask on the Rebbe Shabbat, we can ask on the Rebbe. And let's learn. Okay, I gave you a lot of words, a lot of words. Let's learn. To explain this whole business of Shnei Sodom and Shlei And now the Ksodim of Teira, of Eidig Melch HaSodim, are the Makifim, says the Rebbe, which are the Kiyim, Kalei Elam it's preface first, Hayadua, the idea which is famous, Shaklolis, Ha'inyan, Debriyas, Ha'ilamis. At the creation of the world as a whole, Nikiru B'Shem, Ishtashos, as compared to a chain. Now, of course, a chain means Memalek Chain means Yoishin. And the discussion of this chain, and Yoshin is going to continue on the bottom of page Shin Gamul, and then on Shin Dalit, and then on Shin Hei. And at the bottom of Shin Hei, he's going to introduce us to Igulim. That's how the Maimed is going to go. Now, my plan was to teach Yoshin and Igulim today, but we'll see what happens. It says the Rebbe, the Shum, the the concept of Hishtal Shalos, which goes on Yoishir, a straight line of godliness, which is a top and a middle and a bottom and an inside and an outside and a before and an after, and a higher and a lower, is Melash Hashal Shalos, it's like a chain. That Kmei Hashal Shalos, just like a physical chain. It's a suya mikamata boy, it's made of many rings, right? The Rashi says in Pasha's Tetzavah that there's two ways to make a chain. There's Shashres Avoisois, right? And then there's Shashres Tabois. One way to make a chain is to have a series of interlocking rings, like this here. Another kind of chain is where the entire metal is woven together, and this is called ovis, geflochten, woven. This chain that our Maimon is describing is different than the chain that's described in Pashas Tetzavah that was used when they made the connection between the the uh, Avnei Avon and the Mishpat says that the Kohen Gadol bore on the top of the Eifet, top of the Seifes of the Eifet, and the top of the Choshen. Because those were shashres avoyses, they were woven. And this is a shashres of tabois, a series of interlocking rings. That kmei a chain, which is made of numerous rings. 
holding one to one another, descends from a higher level to a lower level. the bottom of the upper ring, enters into the head of the ring below, from a lower level, from a higher level to a lower level. The end of the upper ring enters into the head of the lower ring. The bottom of the ring below enters into the head of the ring, which is even below that. It extends lower and lower from ring to ring. And the bottom of the lower ring supports and is underneath the head of the ring above it over and over again. The very lowest ring is ultimately connected and tied to the very highest ring. Because each ring is connected to the ring above itself. Which results in the following truth. Every ring in the train, all the rings in the train, from the very lowest to the very highest, are connected and are related to one another. And of course, you must keep in mind that we're not talking about completing a circle. Because if you complete a circle, there's no top and a bottom. It's simply in a straight line. An unclasped chain. It's a straight line, higher and lower. It says that the highest part of the highest ring and the lowest part of the lowest ring are after all connected. The lower end of the lowest ring is tied and attached to also the higher most ring in this sequence. Even though the very bottom of the lowest ring, has no connection to the rings above itself. Right, it dangles. If the chain is running straight, the upper part of the lowest ring is gripping the lower part of the ring above it, but the bottom is not gripping anything. Only the top of the bottom ring is holding onto the bottom of the ring above it. Still, it's the top and the bottom of one ring. And accordingly, the lowest part of the lowest ring also has a connection to the end of the lowest ring and to the ring above itself to the top of the highest ring. And, and all of the chains are connected. So the top of the upper ring, the uppermost ring, and the bottom of the lowermost ring, which are not holding anything, because they're one with part of the ring which is connected to the next ring and the next ring and the next ring, either from the bottom top down, from the bottom up, all of the components, aspects of all of the rings are connected. Similarly, the ring which on the very top is connected, the ring beneath itself. Turn to page Dutch. Even though the very top of the upper ring isn't holding or being held by anything, only the bottom of the upper ring is holding on to the top of the second link in this chain. Still, it's one ring. Even the top of the upper ring is also connected. The top of the highest ring. The ring beneath itself at the lowest ring. So what the Rebbe is trying to say is that all the rings are interlocking. So the connection between all the rings makes sense. The only two aspects of these rings that are not interlocking is the highest part of the highest ring and the lowest part of the lowest ring. And he's arguing, he's insisting that even they are all connected because the highest part of the upper ring is connected to the lowest part of the upper ring, and the lowest part of the lower ring is connected to the upper part of the lower ring. It's one link, one 
ring, and they are linked to the other links in the chain, so therefore the highest part of the upper link and the lowest part of the lowest link also are part of the chain. Even the top of the highest ring. It's the very bottom of the lowest ring. And the Rebbe continues and he says, The way you explain this spiritually speaking, that the creation of the world, inasmuch as this chain is concerned, is what you would call gradualism, step by step, predictable steps. It's called a chain. Because all of the steps in this order of, of, of chain reaction, of links, the very highest part of the highest world, the very lowest part of the lowest world, are interconnected. And of course, the marshal which is brought in some minor for this is a person who makes many, many steps. As long as you don't run or jump, will you raise both feet off the ground at once? You're just simply stepping one foot in front of another, all of the steps are connected to the ground because you never left terra firma once with both feet. So even if you walk a thousand miles, the last step of the thousandth mile is linked to the first step of the first minute of the first mile because you haven't interrupted by leaping. And that's the concept of a chain. It's a gradual system of steps of creation where even the highest and the lowest are interconnected. Let me say that it's just the opposite of that is the level higher than Ishtashos. And of course, in this Maimir, this is going to be called the Gulam. There is no relativism between the creations and the emanations whatsoever. Meaning to say that there are worlds. And the worlds are a chain. And the links and the chain of worlds includes Nivroyim and Etzalim, which means Briyatsir and Asiya, as well as Atsilas. And Atsilas, Briyatsir and Asiya, considered links in a chain, they're all interconnected, interlocked. The the Mailam is Eidereshtashalos, which is higher than Atsilos, has nothing to do with this chain. Not to the top of the chain, not to the middle of the chain, not to the bottom of the chain. Then you do it because it says in Chassidus from Kabbalah, I think it's a Ramak. There's no comparability whatsoever between Netzal and between the worlds of Atsilos, where Godliness is revealed in the Abish to himself. And he brings the classic quote, which I think is a Ramak, the Yesebe Narech. There's a greater distance between Ein Seif and Atzilos, and between Atzilos and Asir. I'll tell you why it's a pele. Because Elum is Bia, Bria, Yitzir, are called Mitzias. Form. Right? Asir Tikkun. Yitzir is Choymer, is Tzura. And Bria is Choymer, Choymer Tzura Tikkun, right? Whatever it is that in Tzir, Mishpitipad, the Samach Beis, which is the base of the Shubi Yisrael, Peivov, Choli. But all of those steps, right, are gradual. From tzur, from Tikkun to Tzura to Chaimah backwards. Atzilus is Mahus. Atzilus Atzil, ain't safe. Still, the Rebbe says, since Atzilus is ain't safe, which is going into Kaili. So although Atzilus is Gil of Mahus, ain't safe. And Bri is only a Gil of Shari Amitiyas. And Yitzira is Tzura Samitiyas. And Asiya is Chaimah, this is Tikkun Amitiyas. Not only are the links in the chain from the lowest level of Asiya to the highest levels of Bria contiguous, but the links in the chain from the lowest level of Asiya to the highest level of Atsilas are all contiguous, because Atsilas is Oyed in Kaili. It's Oilam. It's Gili Alakus and Oilam, even though Atsilas is Alakus, and Biaz Nivra is Mitsias. And in Seif Atsilas is incomparably higher. It's not another link in the chain, it's a quantum separated phenomenon. 
It's greater than the distance between Asi and Atsilus. And of course, Asi could even mean if Shari Amitya is available, Mabri and Atsilus. Atsilus is more distant than Ain Saif, even though Atsilus is a gilly of Mohosav Ain Saif. And Atma Saint Saif is only the edge of Mohosav Ain Saif. There's an incredible distance between them in the Eifan of Yeshmei. Now, if I had more time, I would explain to you the, the problems with this and the idea that's being presented here, but I don't have time. Let's suffice it to say this alone is a Gavaldi Kachidish, to put Atsilus with Asiyah in one package, compared to it in Seif Shalafnai, Atsilus, which is considered Mahusach. Vahain, or in other words, the Avshab is saying that it's Guf. It's true that within the levels of the chain alone, you can't compare the distance in Atsiyah to Atsilus, because Asiyah is Nivra, and Atsilus is a Lakus, and there's an Einarech of Nivra, the Gabi Atsilus, Makamakam, nevertheless, the Yesam is saying that Atsilus and Asiyah are both parts of a chain. And therefore, the Hashem is to have an interconnection. They are compared to one another in this fact. These are creations or emanations, and it's a continuum. It's a big Chiddush, that Atzilus and Bria are a continuum, no more. We're talking about Atzilus, which is higher than Atzilus, which is the source of light. Even Atzilus is incomparable to Atzilus, which is higher than Atzilus, because Atzilus Nasiya Shav and Mamish. And this is a very big Chiddush. To say that Keser, that in Tefet is higher than Atzilus, is so much higher than Atzilus, that the distance in Keser and Atzilus, and the distance in Keser and Asiyah is equal. And on the other hand, Atzilus and Asiyah have so much in common, because they're both Elamis, they're both Yeshin, is also very difficult to understand, but this is what the Rebbe said, that from Asiyah Hagashmis to Atzilus, Holakis, in as much as eight is mislabish and kalim, there are hishtalshalos, there are shalshalos, the links in the chain. And igulim is higher than that, that's higher than the chain, which is going on in safe. Says the Rebbe Vayuv, and there, let's explain first hishtalshalos. Now, the Rebbe just told us the difference between hishtalshalos and higher than hishtalshalos, right? In the first paragraph, in the bottom of page in Gimel, and the top of page in Daladash, he explained the chain. and the middle paragraph, he explained this circle. But nevertheless, he's talking about it in Seif Shalafnei Atzim, he's talking about very high levels of godliness. And he's giving a mashal. When you use mashalim on your own for these kinds of ideas, you tend to distort. So you're not allowed to get nervous. For a second. So the Rebbe's going to give a mashal. But the mashal is only for eagle, for yosher. That means for the chain of Asiyah Tatsilas. The mashal for eagle is going to be on page uh, Shinvav. What's the mashal for yosher? Look at the chain of steps in the human experience. The chain of Hishtalshah that is in a person. Shalavusha Nefesh, the lowest level of the person. Of course, if you want to read about this comprehensively, you can look in the Hemshech of Shuas. Tafresh Samachay, you become a Mekemis. The three garments of the Neshama called Machshava, Debero Maisa, thought, speech, and action, Shosham Yamidas. The root of the ability to communicate through thought to oneself, through speech to one who is like oneself, and through action to one who is different than oneself, is all based on the Midas of a person. The human emotions. And the ability of a person to emote, which is the source of the person's ability to think, speech, and act, comes from one's mind. And the mind comes from the subconscious, but the fact that in the subconscious there's a specific tool, a specific aspect, which is called All these levels have a connection to one another. From Maiseh. Till Deber, till Machshava, till Midas, till Seichel, till Kehach Hamaskel, they're all links in a chain and have a relativism. 
and he develops the pshat. Thought, speech, and action are lobarmi gufa, they're communicative. I think to communicate with myself, I speak to communicate with you, I act to communicate with an animal or, animal or a plant. And these communications are outside of me. Emotion is how I'm experiencing life. Says the Rebbe, the emotions are the source of my communication. In Nicole Madrigi said, okay, the Machshava, the Ibiramai says, Shashma Amidas, thoughts, speech, and direct connected to emotions. Hareza Bev in such a fashion, she has just called the Machshava, the Ibiramai said, that the thought, speech, and deed, which a person later thinks practically to get something done, begins on the level first of the human emotion. So the Machshava, the Ibiramai said, Mavusha and Nefesh, because thought, speech, and action are garments that conduct and carry the soul. That Kmei, Shalavush, like a garment, Shayadim is Galam Alubish, Bev through the garment, doesn't only hide. But it also presents he who was inside it. That Machshava Dibir Mais reveal the emotions which is behind him. And of course, on the one hand, Machshava Dibir Mais reveals this one behind him. The other hand, what's revealed behind, what's hidden behind him, is revealed in them. In Machshava Dibir Mais. The ability of the Amidas to affect revelation is in Yenayiskalos Hamachshava Dibir Mais. Amidas do with the fact. That thought, speech, and action begin in the Midas, because the Yinamidas is Gila. The same is true that in thought, speech, and action you have the Midas. So, Machshava Dibiramaisa means Gila. And Midas means Chayas. Machshava Dibiramaisa gives the Midas that the Midas should also have in Yinagil. Midas means Chayas, and the Midas give Machshava Dibiramaisa in Yinachayas. So, let's say it again. Machshava Dibiramaisa is Maile. Is that they reveal, because of the link between Machshava Dibir Amayis and Midas, Midas also have a dinyan of revelation, because the mile of Midas um, is Chayis, and Machshava Dibir Amayis is also Chayis. This is how you would explain links in a chain, even though they're very disparate, they're connected. And he continues out that Midas Same is true of human emotions that they come from the human mind, even though the human mind is cold and analytical and critical, and the Midas is so much more subjective. There's a relationship, there's an interlocking relationship between Midas and Seichel. Because of the proximity to Seichel, you see in Seichel, Malas Amidas, the Amidas Malas Seichel, and he spells it out. That yes, his Kalas Amidas Beseichel, the emotions that a person has first exist in the intellect of the person in their mind. She said, when you're in a spoiler, Seichel, this I did that in the human mind, you can have a bias. His Seichel means a predisposition, that your brain is leaning in a certain direction. The meaning of the word espals is to react, is to respond to. And espals of seichel means that in the brain, that the nature of the brain is not to react, not to respond, but to be objective, you have the reactionary phenomena of midas. Shaday espalos, the phenomena of reaction is muhus Reacting in general is the opposite of intellect, which is not about reacting, it's about, about, about uh, interfacing, connecting, meeting, understanding. And the fact that in Seichel there is his spoilers, the fact that in one's cold objective mind there is a disposition in a certain direction which is called Midas Rebbe Seichel, who when you're not Midas Beskalos Beseichel. The human mind should be called an objective. The fact that the human mind is a leaning is because in the brain there's an influence of the Midas. And then the Rebbe says the opposite, the brain has an influence on the Midas. How does this show itself? It makes growth in the human emotion. In other words, if the level of Machshava Dibir is defined by Gili, if the level of Midas is defined by Chayas, the level of Seichel is defined by Gidu, by growth. 
<coughs> and in each meeting between Machshavah Dibur Maisa and Midas, the Midas give Chayas to Machshavah Dibur Maisa. Machshavah Dibur Maisa give Gilui to the Midas. In the meeting with the Midas and Seichel, the Midas give Seichel. The Yisrael be spoilers, and the Seichel gives Midas the union of Smicha and Gidul. And then it goes to the next level, even higher. That of the Beseichel, the same as the human mind, which comes from the hidden faculty of the power of creative intellect. Now, is called hidden. You don't know it consciously. You only know from the fact that Seichel comes out of your nefesh that has to come from someplace. And that place is the Kech but in the Kech it's hidden. It says that the Kech is still part of a chain. You know why? How come the Kech HaMaskel cannot give you apple pie? Because it's a maskel only for Seichel, which is a connection. Let's keep reading. You have to work hard. And of course, here the Rebbe is underscoring that between the consciousness, subconscious, there must be a gear. You can't just expect it to happen by itself or not care about it. Which is proof that the faculty of is not actual seichel, which you can understand. Because if it was actual seichel, they can understand there was no read to Harvard to understand the lesser seichel. And they have thought, when an idea comes forth from the Kech HaMaskal, the consciousness of the person, it's similar to the idea of creating a new thing. Ke'en Yeshmei. come nevertheless, three lines from the bottom. Ki'van yigi The fact is, that if you work hard enough, from the Kech HaMaskal, Seichel will come. And he adds, which proves that there's seichel in the kech hamaskel v'haraye, that the kech hamaskel, which is only seichel, not something else, as he's going to say in a moment in time. So the kech hamaskel may be helim, and the kech hagolim may be gilui, but this is a helim for this gilui. The conscious mind has an effect of the subconscious kech hamaskel. Shemanyani seichel, which is idea that people sometimes have ideas in their intellect. You don't understand them, but you intuitively know what they are. For example, right? It's the famous Gemara in Bey, I think it's also the Mesechta Chulin, where normally when two Chachamim argue and one of the Chachamim is asked a question and he doesn't answer it, then defend that he's wrong. There's a case where Rav says an opinion about a certain question. The difference between, I think, between an egg and a chicken. And he doesn't give an explanation at all. And the Chachamim call him on it. He doesn't change his mind. If it was somebody less than Rav, who would say that his, acqui- his silence is acquiescence. But in the case of Rav, there's a sheet that holds me paskin like him. The reason for this is, this is Galas, Keach HaMaskal, the faculty, the hidden faculty of creative intellect is available. The Keach HaMaskal does not remain withdrawn into itself. That's revealed in the conscious minds of people. This is not considered the Seichel being revealed, it's the Keach HaMaskal being revealed. So, if an idea came from the subconscious to the consciousness and they understood it, it wouldn't be Keach HaMaskal anymore, it would be Seichel Golan. If something is revealed from the subconscious of the consciousness and I stand by it, it's hard for me to explain, that's a gil of the Keach HaMaskal itself. Anyway, the point of all this is what? A chain. There is a knot, and it related this. From the lowest step to the highest step, from the intuitive power of the subconscious creative intellect, until thought, speech, and action. Because there's steps. 
So they gave a mushal of a chain. And then they gave a mushal to the mushal from the nefesh adam. Levushim from Midas, Midas from Seichel, Seichel from Kehachamaskel. It's all gradual. And of course, each one of these points is discussed in Hemshech Samach Hei, Bariches, over a huge chunk of a maimon. Then, of course, it's explained in the name Shalom Island. So, here, all of us be kids. Omnam, however, this is only the Madreg of Yeshur. And above the Madreg of Yeshur is also the Madreg of Igulim. And above the Madreg of Igulim is the Madreg of Asmosamus. If you want to bring forth a care from that to my nefesh to be revealed in the carcass of a person. The absolutely plain nefesh should come into the complex person, in the way the person lives his life practically, says that this can't be gradual, it happens what they call a quantum way. An instant before it was this condition, instant after this condition, there's no gradual steps. A shashal is slow, steps. Maise, Dibur, Machshove, Midis, Seichel, Bina, Chochma, Keser, and so on. And when you're making a leap, you don't have those steps. The way we understand this concept of a leap, which of course is going to be the Madreg of Igulim. It's Shakol, Pratia, Madreg, it's Shebesei, Dereshtashos, all the various steps in Ishtashos. Yes, have a certain proximity and closeness to one another. So this proximity between the various creations who are on lower levels has nothing to do with higher than no room for a world. It's a higher madre. There's no place to put the word, the emphasis on the word place, because the place is full of godliness. He moves the light and leaves over the empty space. Into that empty space he drew a line, a ruled line, which is narrow and thin, which is the measure of Elamis. So all of the Elamis come from the Kav. And Atma Sevi Eden Sev comes from higher than the Kav. Of course, Bepashtas, when Hashem removes Eden Sev, Eden Sev is not here, it's called Tzimtzum. But then, of course, you have the whole clatter whether Tzimtzum is Kipshute or Tzimtzum is not Kipshute, which is another discussion. But as far as the worlds are concerned, Hashem is hidden from us. Since all of the worlds are in the parameter, in the box, in the bubble of Lachar Tzimtzum, what is Lifni Tzimtzum is not in this league. There's no relativism and proximity between the worlds. with godliness. Creation is predicated on symptom in a way of siluk. The creation of worlds from higher than worlds is not, but doesn't have any gradual step-by-step way. And this is called the Klolosi Gulub. You'll see later how the Rebbe is going to say the difference between Gulub and Etzim. But the Klolosi Gulub. So what did we learn in these two pages? We learned about Malakalama and Shalshelis, a chain. And the Moshe for Shalshelis is Kechas HaNefesh, from the lowest Kech to the highest Kech, as long as they're gradualistic Kechas, it's a, it's a Yosher. I'm going to leave Mitzvah for tomorrow. Tomorrow's schedule I have to still figure out, but I'm figuring this Mime class is going to be at 5. And by the way, there's probably going to be another class at 8 o'clock, which will be able to join online, about Mashiach Agula. It's going to be an oral lecture that we're making in this chus of uh, the wife of 
of Betel Tzuker, Aleha Shalom, and his chus of her, of her husband and her Yisemim. So tomorrow we'll do Pedek Hay, which is the Sugya of Igulim. Pedek Hay and Vav. Okay, good night.